Pass Around the Smile is like your go-to friend, the one that lifts you up and backs you to the end. She's there to guide and inspire, challenge and teach, and remind you that your best self isn't out of reach. Self-development, manifestation, self-love and more, it's time to trust the process more than ever before. Welcome to Pass Around the Smile, the podcast. I'm your host, Cleo Massey, and I am so glad you're here. Let the magic begin. Hello, everybody. How are we? Welcome back to another episode of the Pass Around the Smile podcast. This one is really exciting because it's on money mindset, which you would have seen from the title. I have so many personal stories on money mindset that I'm going to share today. And I have bits from books that I want to talk about. I have so many elements around money that I want to discuss today. This is going to be a really exciting episode and I hope that you get heaps out of it. A little story just to start us off, not money related, is I have been doing my cards. Obviously, I do them all the time because I'm obsessed, but I have been pulling out the same card now like six or seven times in a row. And it's just so crazy that when the universe wants to tell you something, it will go to lengths to tell you that thing. And I've got to admit, when I first started pulling this card out, I was in denial. I was like, why am I getting this card? And then sure enough, the third or fourth time I pulled it out, I was like, okay, I now know exactly why I'm getting this card. I just didn't want to go into it. I didn't feel strong enough at the time. I couldn't be bothered. (laughs) And like I said, I was just in denial that I needed to work on this particular thing. I started working on it and it kept coming out. And I was like, why does it keep coming out? And then a couple weeks later, I had a bit of an uh aha moment. And sure enough, after that, and after some journaling and some meditating and doing the inner work that to be honest, was uncomfortable. I didn't really want to do that card has stopped coming out. So, oh gosh, cards are just so magical. And of course, I'm talking about my own cards. In this particular case, I'm talking about the positive guidance cards, which is my very first deck, the original deck. But I usually do double card spreads with both of the decks to get a more in-depth meanings. But this particular card was from the positive guidance cards. I'm just obsessed with them. I actually don't know what I would do without my cards. Like I would be so lost without them. They 100% guide me and help me to make so many decisions. And they also help me when I am lost. They, they just always tell me what I need to know. Anyway, moving on money mindset. I want to start by saying, if you are listening to this podcast and you're like, oh, I don't know, like I feel kind of weird about money. I feel like money is kind of greedy. I don't think I need money for happiness. I hear you. I was like that for a very long time as well, where I kind of felt a little bit materialistic when I was manifesting money. I would also feel uncomfortable talking to people about money or just about money in general. But what I have come to realize is that money is just energy. And while, of course, the the saying goes, you don't need money to make you happy, having money can bring lots of good things. And that is okay to admit. There is this kind of belief that a lot of people hold on to that money is evil. All of the rich people in the movies are evil, not all of them, but a lot of them. And it's something that we've kind of come to believe over time that if you have a lot of money and if you want more money, you are greedy. And I think that it's 
time to get rid of that because there is more than enough money to go around for everyone. Just because you might be manifesting money or just because you might receive a large chunk of money doesn't mean that someone else can't receive that same amount or more as well. I love this little passage from the book, I'm a badass at making money or become a badass at making money. I think it's Jen Sincero. I'm, gosh, I might have got that all wrong, but it is a really good book. I read it a while ago and I really want to open it up open it up again because it really helped me just feel unapologetic about desiring money again. I'm quite a spiritual person so I guess desiring money sometimes felt a bit weird for me and like I said a bit materialistic. I was like I don't need money to make me happy but money like I said can bring lots of other things and money is just energy and of course I deserve money and you deserve money so if we are in that mentality of money makes me greedy or I don't need more then the universe says your wish is my command then you don't need more so this passage is from her book it says money is a flow it comes and goes just like oxygen we don't compare or judge how much air someone takes or deserves there's more than enough for everyone I really liked that because, yeah, why would we ever judge how much air someone is breathing in? Just because someone else is breathing in air doesn't mean that we can't, that there is less for us. So when you are manifesting money, the first thing that I want you to feel is completely worthy and deserving of manifesting that money and completely unapologetic about it. Because if you want to manifest money, if you want to manifest a certain amount, then so you absolutely should. Linking back to those earlier episodes, of course, if you want to manifest it in an easy way and in a way that is in alignment with who you are and your values and beliefs, maybe you do want to have a reason why, a reason behind why you are manifesting this money. Is it to help put your parents in a beautiful home? Is it so you can take your family on an incredible holiday? Is it so you can show your children how hard work really does pay off? Is it, again, Does it seem kind of materialistic? And this was in another episode, but let's say if you just want a handbag, that can seem materialistic that you are manifesting money for that designer handbag that you want. But is it going to make you feel incredible? Is it going to make your children feel proud of mom or dad for working so hard? Well, I mean, dads can get handbags too, but you know what I mean? So find your why. So I want to start by sharing a money mindset slash manifestation story of my own. And it was on my second trip to LA on one of my acting stints. I was there for about three or four months at this time. And every single trip, I obviously had to pay for my flights there and back and accommodation for the three or four months. And during that time, I also was not working. So I had to save a chunk of money. And this was after I spent about $7,000 on my US visa as well. So I already was entering into these LA trips with a not so great mindset around money. It came to like the last month of this particular trip and my money was dwindling I found that every time I opened my bank account up, I would be feeling really anxious. I found that every time someone would bring up the topic of money, I would get uptight. If we were out at dinner, for example, and they were talking about splitting the bill, I would start to feel nauseous and sick. So I realized that my relationship with money was so negative. I had a really bad relationship with money. So how was I meant to manifest it? 
Because at the time, I was trying to manifest it. I was visualizing myself receiving the money I needed. I was feeling into the feelings of of being abundant and, you know, splurging on clothes or whatever I wanted. I was feeling a little bit defeated that the law of attraction wasn't working, but I quickly realized that how can it work when my relationship with money, which is just energy, is this bad? And remember that money is just energy. It's just another thing that we attract if we are on the right vibration or we deflect if we are on the wrong vibration. So I decided I needed to change my relationship with money. And I did this in a few ways. One way I did it was every time I knew I needed to open my bank account, I would make sure that I did something fun or positive alongside it. So let's say, for example, I would FaceTime Luke or I would put a Beyonce song on or I would get my favorite chocolate bar out. I would quickly check my bank account, do what I needed to do and just not think about it. And slowly but surely, Not only was I just not thinking about it, I also felt quite detached from that negative emotion. So I started to change from a negative emotion to a nothing emotion. And then I started to kind of get a little bit more positive every time I was opening my bank account. I was feeling into the other thing that I was doing. So I was feeling good because of the music or because of the food or because of the FaceTime. So I was attaching a feel-good emotion to something that really didn't feel good for me. And I was trying to make it a habit. Another thing I realized that I was doing that was definitely blocking any type of money coming into my life was that because we were in America, we were eating out a lot and we would go to restaurants and when we'd kind of be looking at the menu and everyone's talking about what they would have, not only would I feel so anxious that we were going to have to split the bill and I was going to be embarrassed so that I can't, couldn't afford it, I would announce to the friends that I was with that I'm really tight with money, like I really can't afford this. I would literally announce it to the universe that I did not have enough money. Now, in my case, I did have enough money to eat dinner that night. So why was I announcing it to everyone to the universe, to my friends, to myself, that I do not have enough because that was a lie. I did have enough. It's just that I really knew I probably shouldn't be spending my money on, you know, a fancy meal and an appetizer right now. So not only did I make a huge effort to stop saying that, because what happens is when you announce a statement like that, Other people believe that that is your truth. You don't want your friends to believe that you have no money. And this goes for any, this doesn't just go for money. If you are saying something like, oh, no, I'm not good enough to get that job or, oh, no, I just I'm constantly getting sick, whatever it is. You don't want your family and your friends or people around you to believe that you're always the sick one or you're always the one missing out because then they lead into that belief as well. And they start to see you as that person, because if you believe that you are that person, so will the people around you. They are a product of their environment and you are a product of your environment environment. So I decided I don't want my friends, even though they won't mean it, to buy into the fact that I have no money because that is 
definitely not going to help me. That's not only my energy thinking that I don't have enough. That is all my friends' energy, the people that I was spending the most amount of time with in LA believing, oh yeah, Cleo doesn't have money, putting more of that out into the universe. So not only did I make a really big effort to stop saying that, even though it was hard, because of course, sitting at that dinner table and saying, oh guys, like I don't have enough money, probably did sometimes help me in the way that everyone was like, okay, well, we won't split the bill or, you know, um, I don't know, you know, it probably did help me in some ways, but I was doing myself more of a disservice than not. So not only did I do that, but I also began spending money on things that I could afford, even though I probably shouldn't have. Now, hear me out. These were small things. For example, when I was going out to these dinners and these lunches, I would never get an appetizer because I believed I couldn't afford it. But of course I could afford a $5 appetizer, but I was telling myself and I was telling everyone else that I couldn't and I was just getting the main meal. What I started doing was I started to get that appetizer. And while of course the feelings, I mean the appetizer and the meal, by the way, and what I did is I made a huge effort when I ordered that to get rid of any feelings that would come up of anxiety, of fear, of, oh my God, you really shouldn't be getting this appetizer. Instead, I would get it and not think about it, or I would get it and just get so excited about the food I was going to eat and really tap into the belief that, of course, I had money in my bank to pay for that $5 appetizer on top of the other things that I was getting because that was my truth. So I led into that truth that yes, I do have enough money for this meal. Now I'm not telling you this story to go, oh, if you are really struggling with money, go out and splurge and pretend like you have all the money in the world because that is going to put you into debt and make you more stressed. But in smaller ways where you can afford to make small money mindset changes, do it. For example, a similar kind of, it was like this week, there was this dress that I absolutely loved. I knew I was going to get heaps of wear out of it because it was a really good audition dress. And I was auditioning most days over in LA and I kept thinking about it. I kept thinking about it. I could afford it. I did have enough money in my bank account to get it. I was just leaning into the belief that my money is running out and I have to make sure I can eat before and get home, you know. But I went and bought it. And when I bought it, I made sure all of the feelings went away of I shouldn't be doing this. Any feelings of guilt that I had attached to spending this money on clothes that I know I probably didn't need. Instead, I tapped into the energy of I'm getting this because I have the money to and I deserve it. So I put on that dress and I felt abundant and I felt good. So I started making small changes that started to trick my subconscious mind to believe that I had more than enough money. For me, this was life changing. I was already doing the manifestation practices like visualization to bring in money. I had journaled about the specific money that I wanted to bring in. So I'd kind of already done that work. And it wasn't until I had the realization that these comments that I guess did kind of present as a protective mechanism, like, oh, sorry, guys, I really don't have enough money. We're going to have to split the bill. That was protecting me in the moment, but really it was doing me more harm than good. When I realized 
what I was doing to myself, that's when everything clicked and I was able to manifest money. So I wrote in my journal and I still have this. I could look back. It was like 2016 or 17. I wrote, thank you universe for bringing me $3,000. This will be so amazing to like end off my trip and I will feel great. And I could, I think at the time we wanted to go to like Universal Studios and I wanted to go to Universal Studios guilt-free. So I wrote that in my journal And I could see it. I could feel it. I was living in it. And there was this one day that my friend Jess and I, we went down to Santa Monica Pier. And when we were there, I was looking around and I was feeling into the energy of wealth that surrounded me. There were these big, beautiful houses, these beautiful cars. There was happy people on holidays, spending money on food and not thinking about it. And I just sat on the grass. We were having a picnic and I just felt really grateful. I felt just happy to be in LA with my friend Jess. I was looking around. I was feeling this energy of wealth and abundance. I wasn't thinking about the money that I was manifesting, by the way. Not at all. I was completely distracted and just enjoying my day. Then I got an email from my agent at the time saying, hey, Cleo, this commercial that you did like two years ago wants to rerun. Could you invoice us for (laughs) $3,500? And I just remember being like, so again, like not surprised because I know the law of attraction is a thing that works every time if you apply the right kind of steps. But I was so amazed. And do you think I was complaining about that extra $500? No, I accept this or something better. I got something even better. Now you might be thinking, oh, that's all well and good, but I don't have a commercial that I did a couple of years ago that's all of a sudden going to pay me $3,000 to run again. This was like so out of the blue. It was so incredible that I didn't even have to do any more work to get this money. But you don't know the possibilities out there for you. There are so many possibilities to make money from different avenues. You've just got to believe that. You've just got to tap into that. So that was an incredible moment for me because it actually changed everything. I have not had money problems since that very moment because I changed the way I thought, I manifested the money, and then I realized that money is just energy. There is nothing to be ashamed of by wanting money and You have every right to have all the money that you deserve. Something that I'm working on personally now is kind of jumping over that standard I've set for myself where I do need to feel worthy of more. I mentioned it in an earlier episode where I feel like I got to this stage of my life where I was so happy and grateful with what I had and where I was that I felt really greedy asking for more. So that's what I'm still working on at the moment is knowing that there is enough for every everyone to go around and knowing that I have every right to ask for more and to want more. I'm still working on it. I actually, to be honest, my manifestations are a bit blocked at the moment because I still have some limiting belief that I'm working on that I need to surpass, which is you have enough, just be quiet, be happy, like just enjoy this, which of course I am. And that's beautiful to enjoy the moment and to be thankful, but it is also okay to want more and to strive for more. Look at your 
uh, language, your dialogue to yourself. What are you saying? What are you saying to yourself and other people about your finances? Are you saying things like, I can't afford that? Are you saying, um, I'm on a budget, I'm restricting myself, I can't spend that, I don't have enough money? Because you're doing yourself a disservice. You might be thinking, yeah, but it's true. I don't have enough money. And maybe you are in a position where you are in a lot of debt. But the thing is, you are only going to get yourself more in debt if you keep saying, I'm in debt, I'm in debt, I don't have enough, aren't you? So maybe you do need to do whatever you can to believe that you have more. That story I just told you about manifesting the money, that was an example of manifesting not using the traditional steps like I took you through with my Beyonce story in the other episode, episode 11. This was a story where I wrote it in my journal, I'd done some inner work and I literally went to Santa Monica Beach and felt grateful not even thinking about it and it came. So I want you to know that you can manifest in so many different ways. You don't have to use the steps. You might just use one step. You might use, you know, this step in this manifestation and that step in that manifestation. Not one manifestation is the same. You could just journal something and it comes or it might take more work. But that is kind of an example that is different to my Beyonce story. So I just want it to inspire you of the flexibility when it comes to manifesting. Okay, so this is going back a few years, but what I did was photoshopped my bank account. So I took a screenshot of my bank homepage. It had, you know, my name, my BSB, my account number, all my transactions, but I whited out just in paint, but you could do it in Canva now. Nowadays I would do it in Canva. This was a couple of years ago and I whited out my totals and put what I wanted to see. Now at that time we didn't have a home loan, but we were manifesting a home loan. Wasn't really happening for us because I was self-employed and it was really hard. But what I did was I not only upped my totals in my my savings accounts, but where it there was another line, I put home loan negative the amount that we wanted to borrow. So I then set it as my screensaver on my laptop because I use my laptop every single day and I wanted to look at this every single day. Look at my name, look at my BSB. This is my bank account with my transactions and that is my total. And oh, look, I have a home loan. That must mean I have a home. And every single day when I open my laptop, I would see it and I would look at it and I would feel the feelings of abundance, of relief, of happiness. I would feel proud that I have saved that much and the fact that I have a house as well. So I would really step into the feeling. Remember, when you are manifesting, it's not just about seeing it, it's about feeling it. You're tricking your mind into bringing what you want into reality. So I did that for a few months. I kind of just had it as my background. And of course, there were some days I didn't even take notice of it. Remember, manifesting doesn't have to be hard work. You don't have to be at it all the time. And then I kind of got sick of that screensaver and I changed it back to my dog. Um, and I forgot about it. So I think it was like eight or nine months, maybe even a year after I was going to teach my guide to happiness four week course that night. And I wanted to encourage everyone to use Photoshop or use Canva as a tool to visualize whether it is your bank account or you can Photoshop yourself in a picture at the workplace that you want to work at, or you could, you know, Photoshop the amount of orders that you want in your small business, whatever it is. And I thought, 
oh, but hang on, like I don't even have like an answer to that story. Like I didn't even finish, like what even happened to that screenshot that I took of my bank account? I don't even remember what I wrote. I don't know where it is. So I found it in the deep depths of my laptop. And that very day that I decided to check this photo that I had done up like eight, nine, ten months, even it was probably a year to be honest, previously, I decided to open it on that day and every single amount was almost there. I think one was off like $40 plus there was the home loan with almost that exact amount that we borrowed. So not only was that home loan there with pretty much the exact amount, my I had like two or three different savings accounts that I had put money and I remember I put amounts, sorry, that I wanted to manifest. And I remember writing in those amounts going, this is a bit far-fetched. But then I quickly shut that down going like, it's just energy. Why does it need to be far-fetched? It doesn't need to be far-fetched. I'm going to believe that this is my reality, that I have this. And it just amazed me that on that very day, I decided to check or not decide that kind of came to me that I was going to tell this story and went to check this photo that I had not got out in so long. It was that pretty much that amount. Like if I had even checked a couple of weeks earlier, a couple of weeks later, it would have been quite vastly different, but it wasn't. So there is another manifestation story that shows a different way that you can get your desire. Now, what I did by taking that photo off my screensaver and forgetting about it was I surrendered. But the key to this story was I stayed in a really positive mindset around money. I was doing things that felt good. I had money coming in because it was in alignment with my values and beliefs. Everything was flowing because I changed my mindset all the way back in LA that time. It was all a flow on from there. But what I did was I didn't go through the steps of ask, believe, receive, you know, all of that. All I did was go, I'm going to have some fun with my bank account. I looked at it, I visualized it, I felt it, and then I literally forgot about it. And I still can't believe that those amounts were so close and that I felt so far away, but I quickly squashed those beliefs. So what does your money mindset say? Did you grow up in a family where money was hard to come by, where you know, it was repeated to you that it's hard to hold on to money or that money is evil. I talked more about this in the previous episode with our subconscious and limiting beliefs. So if you haven't listened to that, definitely go back. But it's really important to understand what your mind is saying. And if you are struggling to understand what your subconscious is saying, we'll go to how you're feeling. When people bring up money around you, how do you feel? When you open your bank account, how do you feel? When you get a bill in the mail, how do you feel? If you say, oh, I feel quite, you know, easy, whatever, proud, doesn't really bother me, then you probably have no issues around money and go and manifest the amount that you want to go on that holiday or to open your business or to, you know, buy that dress or whatever it is. But if you said, oh, you know what, I feel really anxious, I feel uptight, I feel embarrassed, I feel humiliated, well then why? What beliefs are you holding in your subconscious that is dictating those feelings coming up? Is it from a young age? We know now that it's something that we can rewrite. So don't be ashamed when you work out, oh, you know what? Yeah, it did come from this uncle that told me once that if you have money, you'll be evil or whatever. You can rewrite that. You can change that. It's not attached to you. 
But the thing is, we are all deserving of money and we have more than enough money to go around. So your mantra can be, I have more than enough money. I always have enough money. Money comes easily to me. Money flows effortlessly to me. And really watch your dialogue. Watch what you are saying to yourself and watch what you are saying to others. Your dialogue is so important. Remember, if you say, I can't afford this, the universe hears you. Okay, she can't afford this. I actually have a lot more that I want to share on the kind of money mindset side of things, but I might stop there and almost split this episode into two where I'll do another episode on money mindset, but I want to answer more of your questions. I want to hear where you guys are struggling and what you want to know. So if you have any questions, pop it in the Facebook community group, the Pass Around the Smile group, and I'll answer in the next Money Mindset podcast. I really hope this episode inspired you, made you feel good, maybe gave you an aha moment. I will see you all in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in again. This was a fun one. Yay! 